Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Chav Zayin. We are up to Sif Tes, which is on page 74, the last two words in the Machaber. The Machaber says in Sif Tes, Mekom HaNochos Tefillah Shorosh. The proper place to put the Tefillah Shorosh is Me'ascholas Ikre HaSeyar Mimitzcho. Starting from the beginning of the base of the hairs on the top of one's forehead, at sof hamakom shemocho shel tinok rofes, until the end of the place where the soft spot of the baby is. So between the, the hairline and the place where the end of the baby soft spot, that is the place for the tefillin shalrosh. That's the entire machaber, and now we'll see the mishabura, which goes a little bit, uh, a little bit lengthier. So the mishabura begins on page lamed ches, it's if katan lamed gimel. So ikre haseyar. So we said the beginning of the makom of the hair is where you put the tefillin shorosh. Pirish. It means to say the bein einecha lav mamishu. Even though the pasuk says that you should put your tefillin bein einecha, it doesn't mean literally that you put it between your eyes. The gamrina gzeres shava milosa simu karcha bein einechem haamer eitzel meis. We learn a gzeres shava just like it says bein einecha by. Tefillin. It also says Lo sasimu karcha bein einechem. When a person has a mace that someone that dies, so they shouldn't make a bald spot between their eyes. So we learn out bein einechem from tefillin to tefillin from bein einechem that's written by a mace. Malahalon makom shaose karcha v'hubarosh. Just like over there, it says don't make a bald spot between your eyes. Now you can't make a bolsa between your eyes on your forehead because there's no hair over there. So obviously it's referring to on your head, between your eyes, above, on your head. So just like you can't make a bolsa spot on your head, which is referred to as bein necha by a mace, afkan masul makom tefillin mimakom sheyeh shayichus karcha. So too by tefillin, when it says bein necha, it's referring to a place between the eyes that's on the head where it's shayat have a bolsa spot. That's how we learn out that Bein Necha means that it has to be higher up in the forehead where the hair is because it has to be a Mokom where it's Shaykh a bald spot because of this Zerah Shavah. The Hainu Mimokom HaScholas Smichas Hasaro Shabarosh. And this place is from the place where the hair starts growing. The bottom of the, of the hairline where the hair starts growing. And if you look at note 35, the question that that I was wondering, or that's Nogea to me, I don't know how many people it's Nogea to here, if you have a receding hairline and your hairline is moving back. So if you look at note 35, in the second paragraph he writes, V'chein l'gabe misha nashru saros rosho. And so too, he's referring to what he said earlier, someone who starts having hair that's falling out, Kosvu ha'oz chayim v'shalom, v'aben ishchai, u'b'shal jenshuvas eretz tzvi, she'aniach b'mokom shebo hoyu g'delos sarosa v'tchila. He puts his fillin in the place where his hair was initially. So he puts it by, not where his hair is now, if he's uh, 50 years old and his hair is all the way back, he doesn't put his fillin all the way back, he puts his fillin where his hairline was in his younger years. So that's what the post can say, Lagabe fillin, for someone who has lost some of his hair. And the Mishabura continues right there and says, V'rabim nechsholim b'isrzeh. Many people stumble over this iser, v'toim lomar, and they mistakenly say, Sha'kotzer ha'elyon masl m'mokom ha'seyar. Some people mistakenly say that the top part of the tefillin shorosh has to be by the hairline. Really, in truth, it has to be the bottom part. The lowest part is by the hairline. But some people, shy and mistakenly, think that it's not the lowest part of the tefillin, it's the highest part of the tefillin that goes from the hairline and the rest of the tefillin is further down on their forehead. And these people put the top of their tefillin by the hairline and the rest of their tefillin is hanging down over their forehead. 
Va'ovrim al Isid Araisa, and they are being over in Isid Araisa, to call Hatfilin Srikhan Lios Munachum Bimokum Shiesh Karchab. The entire tefillin has to be in a place where it's shayach a bald spot. And therefore, since we dashed it, has to be with their hair where there's a bald spot. It's not just the top edge of the tefillin, it has to be the bottom edge, and including the entire tefillin has to be in a place where there's hair, where it's shayach to have a karcha. That means to say that even the lowest edge of the ditorah, which is the lower part of the bias, the, 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 the end part has to be munach al mokom hascholos ikre haseir. Even that part has to be by the place where the hairline is. So the entire tefillin must be above where the hairline is. If you look at note 36, he discusses in Shaila, some people don't have hair that is straight across. Some people have it a little bit more rounded. Some people have a widow's peak. There's different uh, shapes of your hairline. And the question comes up, it's very simple if you have a hairline that's straight across, so the tefillin are straight, your hairline is straight, so it's very simple where the tefillin goes. But let's say a person's hairline is, is slanted a little bit, so does the person have to make sure that his entire box of his tefillin is on the hair, so he has to raise it up higher, or is it enough that at the lowest point of his hairline the tefillin is, even though part of his tefillin will be on a place where there is no hair? So that's the Machlokas HaPoskim. If you look at note 36, they point out, Umishet suras gidol sa'arosa b'tchilas rosho hilo b'kav yosher elu b'igol. One who has the shape of his hairline at the, on his forehead, not in a straight line, but rather as a, a, in a rounded way. So kosav ha'mizgeres ha'shulchon sh'tzorach li'izor sh'kol rochav ha'titura yeb makom ha'seher. He has to make sure that the whole width of the tefillin is going to be on a place where there is hair. Sharei ribuah hatitura hu alach l'moshim esinai. The fact that we need the titura, the bottom part of the tefillin, to be square is alach l'moshim esinai, and therefore it's all part of the mitzvah, and it all has to be in the right place, and therefore it all has to be on the hair. And if the hairline sticks down a little further in the middle, he has to move it back so even the corners of the tefillin will be on the hairline. Meidoch, on the other hand, b'shalosh and shuvas tzur Yaakov u'bepis lazuta kasvu sha'ak ba'ofen zeh muter laniach es tchilas hatitora al mokom tchilas ikarasaros. He says you don't have to be careful that the entire tefillin is on the hair. It's enough that just the beginning of the titura is on a place where the hair is. Avshet study hatitura, even though the the tefillin on the sides munachem al mokum she'ein gedelos bosaros, even though the other hairs. You know, the other part of the tool on the sides are not on the hair, that's okay. So that's a machokus in the poskim, how we should do it when a person's hair is not shaped in a very straight way. So do you want to make sure the entire bias is on the hair, or is it enough just that the, the middle part and the front is on the hair, even if the sides are not on the hair? Says the Mishabura Vaita, we're by the little men, halfway down the page. One should not stand by idly and watch someone who has long hair that hangs down over his forehead. He has a nice hairdo with his hair, with his hair hanging over his forehead and he places his tefillin on his hair on the forehead. Because again, it's not an Indian in the tefillin being just on your hair. If your hair is hanging down, it has to be on the hairline. So therefore, we shouldn't stand idly by when people have long hair and it's hanging down and they put their tefillin on their hair, but their hairline is above where their tefillin is. That's not good. And if you look at note 38, he points out, Now some people, 
have hair, hairline that's very low down on their forehead. They have a very low down. So what do those people do? So Kosvu Bishal and Shuvas Lubushe Mordechai Ubishal and Shuvas Priasoder Shianiach Dafko Bimokum Shedera Hasaros Litzmoach Berosh Kol Odom Begova Harosh. That kind of person with that kind of hair situation should not put the hair by his, it's filling by his hairline because it's too low, it's on his forehead. He should do it where most people have their hairline. So if you have an extraordinary situation and your hairline is very low down, you should not put the tefillin by the, the edge of your hairline. Rather, you should move it up where most people have their hairline. So it's interesting. If you have an unusual hair situation, then you go by majority of people. But yet we saw from the other postgame that if you have a, a basically regular situation, just, you know, it's a little more rounded and straight, then it goes by your personal situation. That you have to, we don't say over there, well, if most people have their hairline straight and you have it curved, we, some postgames say, no, you go by your situation and you have to therefore move it higher. So we see in different scenarios, sometimes you go by what people do in general. When you have an extraordinary, uh, different kind of case, like when your hairline is extremely low down, but in other cases, we go by that, that person himself where his hairline is. Says the Mishaburah Vaiter, we are now by the little Mem Aleph in the Mishabura. The Yoser Tov Laniach Tzas Lomalo Mishir Zeh. Even though the, the Iker place to put the tefillin, we're saying is right by the beginning of the hairline, at the bottom of the tefillin, by the starting of the hairline. But a person should move it up a little bit higher than that. To Hamakom Yesh Barosh Laniach Shtei Tefillin. Because there is a place on the head, just like we have by the Shalyad that we discussed yesterday. There's a place in the Shalyad, in the proper place. There's a place for two tefillin, so too by the Shorosh. Meaning up and, up and down, not side by side, up and down, there is a mukum for two tefillin. And therefore, even though the, the, the mukum of the tefillin starts by the hairline, you don't want it to be pushed down too much, and therefore it's better to push it up a little bit, because there is a little bit of extra room. There's room for two tefillin, that's talking about smaller tefillin, but for us, there's still extra room, so you should push it back a little bit. So that the tefillin shouldn't slide down onto your forehead. So it's just a precaution. Just like we saw earlier by the Shalyad, we said even though the Iker place, according to the Machab and the Ramah, was from the bottom half of the biceps, we said it's better to err on the higher side because at least you satisfy the grub. But if you go below the biceps, you're not Yossi according to anyone. So here also, even though we're saying the place, the Mokum starts by the hairline, but you have some room backwards, and therefore it's better to err on the higher side and move it back a little bit, and not to keep it too low down that it's going to slide down over the hairline. And the reason why we want to be so careful that it shouldn't slide down on the forehead is because anyone who puts his foot on the forehead is like the Karoim, who only follow the Torah of not the Torah of and therefore, and he hasn't done the mitzvah. And every Baal Nefesh should warn his friends, they should point it out to their friends, so their friends should not stumble over this. So that someone who has his tefillin in the wrong place is considered not wearing tefillin, and one who does not wear tefillin is considered a sinner of Klai Yisrael with his body. This is the head that doesn't have tefillin on it. It's a very serious term that's used for a person that doesn't wear tefillin. He's a poshe Yisrael begufa, and therefore we have to warn our friends to make sure the tefillin is in the proper spot. Also, if you put your tefillin in the wrong place, that's also going to be a problem of a bracha levatola. The tefillin shemunachin shalobim mekoman havik munachim mekisim. Like we mentioned a few times already, tefillin not in the right place is like they're in the bed. So therefore, specifically when you put your tefillin on, make sure at least it's in the right place. Your bracha is not a bracha levatola. If you put your tefillin on in the, in the wrong place, then you have to make a new bracha. When you, if you realize it later on, you have to make a new bracha because your bracha wasn't chal. The inishmatum in the common. If your tefillin move from their place, they were initially in the right place, and they move from the place, they go too far down. 
Tzarech lachzira and take it. You have to move it back right away. In terms of making a new bracha, look what we learned earlier. And in note 39, he gives us a little chazar of what we learned. It's very important to see this again. So if you're, we had it by the shayah, but the same thing applies to the sharosh. If your tefillin was in the right place initially, and you made the bracha, if you're an Ashkenazi of al-mitzvah tefillin, or you were relying on your previous bracha of your svari, and now you realize your tefillin went down, you push it back up, do you have to make a new bracha? So in note 39, he points out that the Mishabura said over there that the das of the shlo is, Shema she'eno hogin hayom levarah kishinishmetu ha-tefillin mimekoman v'emsa ha-tefillin. That which our custom is not to make a new bracha if our tefillin shalyad or shalrosh moves out of place and we fix it. The reason why our minute is not to make another bracha is, Harezeh mishum shevishas ha-tefillin mistomah ain't other messiah zaitum in ha-tefillin. We assume that a person, while he's in the middle of davening, his mind does not go off the tefillin, and therefore there was no esachadas, and therefore it's like he had a mind to move it and put it back, and he's okay. It's like someone took it off, having a mind to put it back on, in which case he does not need a bracha. The Mishabura then brought B'Shem Nechai Adam back then, if you remember, that in such a scenario where it moved out of place and you put it back, if you make a bracha, it's not so bad. But the Mishibur ends off there and says, Better to limit the brachos and you should not make a bracha if the tefillin gets moved out of place during davening and you move it back in place. One would not make a bracha over there. And then the next part of the note also will read, the Like we mentioned earlier by the tefillin shayat also, if the entire tefillin or the majority of the tefillin did not move, it just moved a little bit, we learned earlier even though you do have to put it back in the proper place the whole issue only comes about about it by making another bracha if the entire or the majority of the tefillin moves if it only moves a drop you don't even have to come on to the shlo that you're in the middle of davening and it's as if you had it in mind there would for sure be no bracha Fine, back to the Mishabura, we are in Sivkatan La Medalid. We said in the Machabra, the place where the Tfil and Sharosh starts at the hairline, and it goes back to the end of the soft spot on the baby's head. Rotzalomar means to say, Shekzei Hamaabarta Shalat Tfilin, Loia Munach Lomalo Mimakom Shemokho Shaltino Grach. What the Machabra means to tell us is, the Kseya Mavarta. The Mavarta again is the area where the Ritua passes through the Tfilin. So that on the Sharosh is on the highest point. So the edge of the Mavarta, where the Ritzua goes through, should not go back past the, the edge of the area of where the soft spot on a baby's head is. That is the end of Siftes. And now we will begin Sifyud. Siftes was discussing the, the tefillin, the actual the front of the tefillin. And Sifyud discusses the Kesher in the back, which I believe is more problematic, as you'll see. Says the Mechaber Vaiter in Sifyud, Tzorich sheyiyah ha-Kesher me'achore ha-Rosh l'mala ba'oref. The knot of the tefillin has to be in the back of the head, above ba'oref, on the nape. Which is like, the, the dictionaries translate oref, that oref is really the neck, neck or nape, but it's really, as we'll see, is the higher part, as we'll see the Mishra will explain to us, it's where the skull ends. If you take your finger in the back and you feel your, your skull, you see the skull ends, that's where, that's where your knot is supposed to be, which is pretty high up. What tends to happen is, when we put our tefillin on every day, so leather stretches as we stretch it down, so it stretches more and more. We're so careful about the front that we want it to be in the right place, so the, the knot tends to get further and further behind. But really the Iker place is over here, Ba'oref, which is on the place where the skull ends, as we'll see in the Mishabura. Let's stop there and see the Mishabura, and then we'll continue the Machaber. The Machaber then says a different point. So on this, the Mishabura says in the last line on Lamed Ches, 
Sifkatin Lamed Hey Ba'oref Shu Sof HaGugolas That's the end of the skull Vuhu Neged HaPanim That is across from the face Right, if you take your hand on, the, on the, that point And you go across it's around, it's around the corner from your nose It's around the corner from your face it shouldn't be so low down that it's a, that it's around from your neck. It should be around from your head, right? But if you put it too too low down, then it's around from your neck. It shouldn't be there. And it's good that you should have the main part of the knot above the gumba, above the hole that starts after the gogolas ends. The alcohol the biggest concern is that one should be careful that the, tefillin, the knot of the tefillin should not go below the area where there is hair. It should for sure be in a place where there is hair. It should not go below where there is no hair. That's considered a part of the neck and that's not considered the oref. Therefore, says the Mishibura, Therefore, you have to be careful that the Ritzua that surrounds the head, It has to be exacting and tight, tight on the head. The, the area, the circumference of the Ritzua should not be greater than the circumference of your head. It shouldn't be too loose on your head. Because then we have a, a double problem. Chada number one, the tzrichin hiduk mamish. Because on the one hand, we require that the tefillin are put on tight. That's why we put the tefillin on our head, and then we make a bracha, we tighten it. So it has to be tight on the head. The ba'inu nukshartem laos, because we require a kshira, the ahiduk kiyakshira, and the tightening of the tefillin on the head is considered a kiyam of the kshira. So on the one hand, we require a kshira, which is tightening of the tefillin. But Shainus, on the other hand, the second point is, if it's too loose around the head, then the tefillin in the front is going to fall down onto the forehead where it shouldn't be. Or the knots are going to fall back in the back and be lower in the area of the neck. And they won't be in the proper place. And therefore, one has to be careful about this, that as, you know, after some time, a person has to get his... Ritzuos, uh, his, his shorosh has to get a little tighter because it tends to get looser. And as it gets looser, it's a problem because on the one hand you need to tighten it. But when you tighten it, it's either going to go down in the front or it's going to go down in the back. So you got a problem. It's better to err on the going down in the back because you have a little more lee- leeway in the front. It can't go below the hairline in the back. It should be by the gogolas, but as long as it's on the hair, so it seems to be that that would be okay. But one should ideally have the tefillin tightened in such a way that it fits exactly on his head, that the knot is by the edge of the skull, and the sharosh is by the bottom of the hairline. The bottom of the sharosh by the bottom of the hairline. Then the machaber continues. Tzorich l'chavein haktsitza shetehei de'emta kidei shetehei keneged bein ha'inayim. So we discussed where the show row should be in the front. We discussed where the knot should be in the back, uh, height-wise. Now we're saying where it should be um, right to left. It should be right in the center. That's the Mechaber saying now. You need to be Mechaber in the Ktsitza, which is the bias. Shetia Be'emtza. We're on page 76, the top line. Kedei Shetei Keneged Bein Ha'inayim. Because we want the Tfilin should be Bein Ha'inayim. So therefore we want the, the knot to be in the middle and the back so that the film will be in the middle and the front. The gamma kasher yeh be'emtza ha'oref and this way also the knot will be in the middle of the oref the lo yite lakana lakana shouldn't be leaning to, to either side.
I'm sorry, I'm just being my, I was mad the second part first. He's referring to the, the tefillin. The tefillin, the bias, should be in the middle, on, on, on top of the forehead, above the hairline, but in the middle, so that it would drop down between the eyes. And also the kesha should be in the back, and all should be in the middle of the oref. It should not be leaning from side to side, so both parts should be centered on the head. And those who have the uh, the knotters in the shape of a, of a dollar in the back, so it should be read as a dollar one who sees you, not from the person who's wearing it, but one who's looking at you wearing your tefillin should see the dollar. That's the way that it should be shaped. But also has to be careful by the knot of the shayad that it shouldn't flip around, that it should be in the in the proper location. Says the Mishavura Vaiter in Sitkotan Lamid Vav, we said it should be, Shitahe that's going on the Tfilin, the Bayesh, should be Be'emza, Rochav Harosh, in the, the middle of the width of the head. It shouldn't be leaning to one side. In order to make that pasuk of, now, if you look at note 42, it points out, Since nowadays we do not hold men back from looking in mirrors, And there is no says it is proper to look in a mirror to make sure that your tefillin is in the right place. Continues the Mishnebura. Faharbe me'achonim kosvu. Many achonim, right? Dim shina bazel lokiye mitzvah tefillin. If you changed it and you didn't have the tefillin in the center, you were not mekayim in the mitzvah tefillin. V'tarach li'zar bazel. One has to be careful about this. Gam nochon li'zar lachatchila shelo yu atfillin gedolim biyoser. Here he's quoting the the um, Kitzur Shacharach. And I looked it up. He, he goes a little further than Kitzur Shacharach. I don't hear exactly how the Mishnebura is saying it. Kitzur Shacharach just said it. More, much more bekitzer. The mishabur then says also you should make sure your tefillin are not too big. The ozi efsher kimat shiumu dokin al harosh, because then it's kimat impossible that it should be tightened on the head if they're too big. The gam shiumu nochan al makomun. It's also very difficult that it should be tightened on the head and be in the proper place if the tefillin harosh is too big. The imay munochan begova harosh kadin ena mudokin. Because if it's going to be in the proper place, then it's not going to be tightened. The gama kesha lo yovu al makomu kadin, and then the kesha is not going to be in the right place. Vayin lekamon similam beisif mem aluf mashik asav nusham. So he's saying the tefillin shouldn't be too big. If the tefillin, the bias is going to be too big, it will be hard to get it tight on the head and be in the right place. It will cause problems, and therefore the tefillin should not be too big. In note forty three, just points out an interesting psak from the Also, let's say your shalrosh you borrow from someone, it's way too big for your head. It can't sit in the right place. You have no one who knows how to adjust the knot. So can you uh, fold over the ritzua or make some kind of knot in the ritzua to, to make it your size? So no 43 points out, One who has a ritzua on the shorosh, which is too big for his head. Rav Yashif says, You can't fold it over or make a knot. You can't do that. That doesn't work. It has to be that it's tight fitting the way it is. It has to be a smooth trip around, around the ritzua that's around the head. In the Ramah? I, I think it's just saying that the same way the Mechaber just said that the Mokom on the Kesher should appear like a Dalit with Tzadchutz. Meaning a Dalit could be from my perspective, right? Or it could be on the Shorosh. 
So, so too, the, the Yudvish on the Shalyad, it shouldn't be Yisafich, should be seen from when you're looking at it, it shouldn't be switched around. Yeah, Sa- same, same thing. Says the, yeah. I think that I think you're correct. I think a lot of posts going to do say that. Yeah, in a chanami. Says the Mishavura Vaitin Sivkadan Lamid Zayin. Sivkadan Lamid Zayin, the Mishavura says, Shenira Kain Dallas, Kishte Ritsuos Yotos Mitoha Keshulamata. There are two Ritsuos that come out of the Dalit in the back of the head that, that go downward. One that comes out from the left side of the one who was wearing it. That comes out from the roof of the Dalit. Comes out on top. That's the Ritsu on the left. Comes out like that. And the other one comes out of the leg of the Dalit. The one comes out on the right side. So you have the two, two Ritsuos that are coming out of the Shorosh. One's coming out from the top part of the Dalit on the left side of the one who's wearing it. And one's coming out from the right side down below by the leg of the Dalit. One should be careful not to flip around the knot when he's making it or when he's wearing it. And if you look at note 44, he points out that some people have a minute not to have a Dalit on the back. I see nodding your head. Some people have a minhag to make a, a, an end of them in the back. Shom kosav shiesh osim kesher kemem sasuma. Some people make a, a closed mem in the back. Ubedeferes arye hiskim imatshuvas atshuva miava shekesher shaldalis yoser mechavin ladina. He says that's better to do a dalad than to do the, the, the mem. But that's different, that's different minhagim. I want to just correct a, a mistake that I made yesterday at the end of Shir that no one caught me on. Um, but I realized it last night, and that is, just going back, at the end, on the page before, we said, right before, in the Mishabura, on page Lamed Ches, the fourth line, the last word, right before, the last, Mamish, the last thing we said last night, it said, Misha Bate Yodav Tsaros. So I explained it incorrectly last night. It, it, it means that the, his sleeves, I, I said it was a, a, a misshaped arms. It's not referring to his arms. The Bate Yodayim is the sleeves. So Misha Bate Yodav Tsaros, one who has uh, tight sleeves, and because of that it's causing the Tulan to move around, That's what we're talking about, that you ideally should not have the strap of the Tulan going over the Titura, which is the bottom part of the, of the Tulan. But if you need it to keep it in place, you can. So the example he's giving is not that anything's wrong with your arm, just your, your sleeve is for some reason very narrow and some reason you, you can't get it high enough and it's going to be pushing it down. If you have a problem with your sleeve, that would be a head there. Just, I, I, I didn't explain about the dime correctly, but the dime means your sleeves. If your sleeves are, are too tight and for some reason that would move it out of place, so one would be allowed to have the ritsua go around the detura to keep it in place. Even though in general we said it's, it's ideal not to have it going around the, 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 the tefillin, because the tefillin is a higher level kadusha than the ritsua. We will stop here and we'll continue Hashem tomorrow night. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.